One and all, you have just tuned in to the latest, the greatest edition of Nick's Nonfiction here with your host, Nick Muniz. This time around, we have got Lance Allred's new alpha male. If 50 Cent was a female, he would have been 38 Cent. Just kidding, that's a complete myth. Is Google male or female? Female, because it makes suggestions before you finish your sentence. What did one saggy boob say to the other saggy boob? We need to get some support before people think we're nuts. <laughs> Ladies, I'm talking to you this time around. Uh, where are you going to find this alpha male? Probably at your local gym, right? Lance says, what more than sporting events brings all the other alphas in their fields? CEOs, musicians, actors, politicians, start going to ball games. Following this reasoning, the most alpha place in human history it was the Roman Colosseum. Some X-rated action over there. You know what they called the prisoners who cannibalized their wives? Glad he ate hers. Another one. Where do Asian alphas go to fight to the death? The Roman Colosseum. That one stunk. I got a lot of alpha to get off my chest. Man spreading might have came and went. I think we need to address the female privilege of crying in public. Yas, queening, enough. Gals, you're guaranteed to find an alpha at a sporting event, apparently. Lance defines the changing landscape. The old alpha male believes he is entitled to success. The new alpha rejects entitlement, fear, and cultural illusions in favor of strong guiding principles that honor the virtues of the masculine and the feminine. You believe you deserve power? I believe in power derived honorably. We are not the same. <laughs> I was acting. Really not going to get too technical today. This guy is like a deaf NBA player. In my eyes, if you objectify women, you are an alpha male. Let me pull up my soapbox here to counter myself. Women are not a punchline. Unless you live in an NFL player's house. <laughs> Something you see in my comment section periodically... The dreaded vegans, they flare up like herpes. Veganism isn't alpha, it's alfalfa. Bro, how the fuck do you expect me to hit my macros only eating tofu? This is from an NBA player, he's saying men are born to get around the defense. I'm gonna start farming my own hamsters if we can't buy meat at the store. When I sing the alphabet song, it goes H-I-J-K-M-N-O-P. Alphas don't take no L's. You can't demonstrate to a true alpha what it is. You just gotta show these pussies how to be one. Yeah, what do you call a fucking hoe from Idaho? A tater thought. What do you call a hoe bending over? A trampoline. What do you call a bunch of sluts on the subway? A train of thought. <laughs> the hottest female name of 2018 was Siri. That's not even a joke. If we let these bitches take over the matriarchy, by 2030, everybody's going to be named Alexa or Prime. <laughs> We're getting all kinds of tips today, semen retention. At the end of 200 pages, you're going to be a fully actualized alpha. We will be right back. About the author, Lance Allred. Born February 2nd, 1981. Uh, first legally deaf NBA player. If a deaf person goes to court, is it still considered a hearing? Make sure you're checking out Harry Schwant on Instagram. Great memes. Patreon.com slash the niche. 
offensive stuff over there. This guy's an inspirational peaker. He's done TEDx, peaked over there. What is your polygamy? That was the name of his speech. So he also grew up in Utah in a cult. And for all the jokes made today, the deaf community is pretty tight. They're a cult of their own. I found this to be concerning. All Red is legally deaf with 75% hearing loss. He's listening. So not all deaf people are really deaf. You could be one quarter and still be considered it. I don't know, what do you call a group of deaf people? It's definitely not a herd. <laughs> he was born in Montana. He ran the LDS League, like some small basketball league. Oh, it was for the Latter-day Saints Mormons. <laughs> Mormon basketballs. Joseph Smith dunks it off the top of the Hill Camorra. It's deep Mormon humor. <laughs> He's a deaf athletic Mormon public speaker. Of course, TEDx ate this guy up. And the whole time, he's been a single male. Lance Red, why is he an alpha male? Because he sees in all red. Check out the memes. We'll be right back. Chapter 1, Lance Allred's new alpha male. Warm up and untraining. It's a pressing issue that I've needed to address before we get into some technical advice. There's a shortage of male talent in the Japanese porn industry. There's like 70 men for 10,000 females. In the words of Eminem, Now this looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me. Let's go bang some girl porn stars. Do you have to sign a non-disclosure so they don't blur out your penis? Japanese porn. The first sentence of this book is pretty fucking alpha. At the age of five in the polygamous commune where I grew up, I had a Sunday school teacher impress upon me that God had made me deaf as a form of punishment. I kept the story hidden so deeply it embedded into my subconscious. It became a major operating glitch in which my faulty mechanism that is my brain. This guy's a young Christian warrior. He convinced himself at a young age, everything bad happens is deserved. I am letting God down. <laughs> He was 20 years old and still shaming women for being unchaste. That's as chad as it gets. Gets pretty psychological about how we think stories are our identity. What else are we, Lance? Listen to this quote. My grandfather was imprisoned by the U.S. government for practicing polygamy. Imprisoned for having multiple wives, only to be assassinated later at the order of the head of a rival sect. Whoa, dude. There's Mormon mafias out there. <laughs> I got a book on that coming up. Breaking Amish. Moving to the meat of this one. His adult tough quote. When it came to making it into the NBA, I had many reasons and inspirations. Love of the game, financial security, praise, accomplishment, spite. I love proving people wrong. The hope to inspire others with disabilities and last but not least, fear. Fear that I would never be good enough. Fear that God would reject me. Fear that I would be abandoned and tortured in hell. Damn, I love this book. Lance is motivated by the flames of hell. There's nothing that could stop this guy. <laughs> he earned a lot of author respect. He's laying it all on the line here. He said he had a habit of nice guy behavior. Nice guy. Oh, well, I'll just follow you around into the dressing room. I'm not taking mental snapshots for later. Beta behavior. Nice guy. Never be nice. Sigma rule number one. 
We'll be referring to that as beta behavior from now on. No more nice guy. He was in a couple feeder programs for basketball. He had some quotes traveling the world. Our country is the best. Let's go. Our basketball league is the toughest league in the world. People call America a cult, yet are unwilling to look at their own similarities and parallels. I'm done with Europeans thinking we're a cult. Them and their socialist, well, it's just the way of the future. No, it's not. Freedom is our way. Based on my experience, says Lance, of living in one, I'd define a cult or a cult mentality as seeing and hearing only the things you want to have been conditioned to see and hear. Woo! My freedom boner is harder than the Liberty Bell right now. What the hell? <laughs> this guy knows what cults are. And he counterpoints his own argument. Thinking you never need to leave the cult is just as ignorant. You might have found a good one. You gotta keep changing. Got a real deep one here mid-chapter. Reason is understanding that everyone has their own logic. It is understanding that truth is in the space between everyone's logic. In the shades of gray between the polarizing extremes. Polarizing. I don't care what culture you are, but logic is always masculine. <laughs> Chadgar will bonk your chick on the head. Drag her back to his cave. Lance quote, dissecting our culture can be unsettling but necessary as we undo the bad habits. What's the most influential culture in the world? Agriculture. <laughs> this one was about unlearning, so yeah, you gotta know what your bad habits are. Last quote for the chapter, it goes off the rails, it's pretty long, ends up in the right rail yard. Fear is the opposite of trust, love and creatures, uncertainties, insecurities, and trust issues, which are the ingredients of self-fulfilling prophecies. Don't let the negativity in. An example of all self-fulfilling prophecies I experienced firsthand is the belief that my grandfather was killed because this world isn't a safe place. Even the government can't be trusted. Uh, thus, we should continue to live on the outskirts of society as outlaws, Utah. Once we uh, break enough rules, the government will come and arrest us, thereby confirming that the government is against us. What? This guy hits the full compass in chapter one. It's a backwards book. He's doing a claim in the beginning. And he finished the quote, A woman was the measurement of a man. So more wives equals more blessing, equals more power, equals more wives, equals more blessings, and so on. His grandfather taught him Yu-Gi-Oh! Dragon Ball Z lore. The more wives you get, the more powerful you are. I still think that sleeping with a virgin gives you their essence. <laughs> That's only if you throw them into a volcano after. It has to be a full virgin sacrifice. What was that quote? Mo, 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 money, mo, power, mo, power, mo, Mormons, mo, Mormons, mo, mafia, mo, mafia, mo, money, mo, mo, money, mo, mo, speech therapy. Big plot point Lance let out at the end of the chapter. He got a divorce. <laughs> That's just round one and these bitches keep coming to take your money. That's pretty masculine. I guess he didn't secure the bag too much, he, unless he signed a prenup I don't know about. Shame and pain. Get over it, he's saying, to unlearn your brain. Does anyone know a cure for sex addiction? I've tried fucking everything. Chapter 2, Game Time. Lance has thrown us straight into the action. Quote, before the game even starts, I feel the earthquake as thousands of people stomp their feet in sync with ritualistic chant. 
They've been doing so for hours. Even if I could hear the words they are screaming, I wouldn't be able to understand them. I don't speak the language here in Turkey. All red, seeing all red. Rage, he's talking about this time. He could feel all the people's energy from the crowd, and he actually hates the opponent. He's channeling it into rage. Makes a quick turn to some of his motivational malarkey. Accountability is the first and most crucial of the seven principles of perseverance. The strongest characteristics is emotional wellness and health. Principles of perseverance? That's a book name right there. My interpretation of all this rambling, you need accountability for rage. You can't fly off the hinges. That's what the Hulk is. And he's hands down the most alpha superhero. What the Hulk? He could fuck any other's bitch. <laughs> I mean, Hawkeye could snipe his semen into your girl, I guess, or something. Here's a recent story from Lance. In my 10 years as a professional basketball player, I had only one coach, yes, only one, who truly apologized in front of the whole team. He was my last coach and a true new alpha. It's getting shorter. I had a coach who was a true alpha male. I think I talked about it on the show. He was a wrestling coach, and he ruined orgasms. He told the whole team that your sphincter contracts 50 times when you have an orgasm. He also choked a kid out. He got injured before the 92 Olympics. This guy was, like, the most alpha person. I love this. As a young man, there are these people in your history that you look back with a hindsight lens, and you're like, damn, that was the alpha male. And it's always a weird coach in short shorts and high socks spanking your ass. Juan Cardona was the name of this coach, and he fired a couple players after a six-game loss streak. Quote, as a man, I have to tell you I was wrong, and I am sorry. I own that. It's on me, and I will make it up to you. No buts, no coconuts. He said no excuses or half-assed apologies like saying it's my fault. You guys weren't in good enough shape. <laughs> the most alpha apology ever. He said all of the lines that you're supposed to it's on me i'm so sorry babe and then he goes well maybe if you were just in better shape it wouldn't have happened Woo! that's a backhanded apology smacked across the face he told all the team players get in shape and we'll start winning the bigger point he's getting at is apologies are pretty alpha spent way too long on that and he hashes out some disagreements amongst the beta behavior like beating around a problem is much more beta just say on even if you're not sorry just say you are sorry and you feel so bad so that you can move on it's an apology of accountability at that point gay his best point for the chapter comes when he's talking about people who don't apologize <laughs> so this might be the most sigma if you're dealing with this behavior quote from an authority figure rest assured you are dealing with a boss not a leader that's a fact, bro. Bosses can admit when they're long. Being a boss isn't so bouse. Bosses rule through fear. And then uh, leaders rule through example. Here's a wild aside from All Red. Alpha accountability was first exemplified to me by my mother. The reason I have hearing loss is because I barely survived my birth in my grandma's bedroom. Oh my god, he had a frontier doctor birth. Beta behavior 
is sleeping on the same bed that you were born in. <laughs> There's placenta juice on your pillow. You got to sleep in bed with your grandma to establish friggin' alphaness. Grandma Stacy, she let you be born in her house. Lance almost died at this birth. Quote, the second day after my birth, I grew more jaundice, more lethargic. <laughs> That's pretty sad. It sounds like a quote from his guardian angel. The new alpha male not only holds, but seeks accountability for his own intrinsic growth. He knows that when he does, clarity is the reward. Lance's guardian angel, that's got to be some like 250-pound, 5'5 power lifter, just a ball of muscle. His wings are designed by NASA. <laughs> Whose guardian angel is this? He's deaf. He was almost died of jaundice. Here's a gem of a quote to end this chapter. Hold yourself accountable because you choose to. Understanding that karma doesn't always pay us back in the same currency. That was the end of the quote. Fuck religion. Fuck the karmatic afterlife of nirvana. I want to feel good now. How do you do that? Become accountable. Apologizing. It's the first step in you know controlling how you feel. What is this? AA? I thought you were going to teach us how to if I could pick up chicks, Lance. Let's go on to chapter three. Integrity. He starts this one out with a truthful quote. In the aftermath of the game, I sit quietly, choosing not to put my hearing aids in as Coach storms back and forth, cussing and spewing rage following the team's loss. I could make eye contact, but I would choose not to because I can't look the coach in the eye, not because I let him down, but because I don't respect him. You gotta respect the leader. Being deaf might actually be a superpower. He could just tune out his coach. Ultimate selective attention. How do you stop two deaf people from arguing? You tie their hands behind their back. The reason Lance thinks his coach doesn't have any integrity, he said he is the coach who only shows his true and ugly self when the TV cameras are not around. Behind closed doors in the locker room when nobody but the team is watching, he is never the same person. Sussy imposter. His favorite coaches, he said, were the consistent ones. Y'all didn't know my middle name is Consistency. It's also my first and last. Consistency, consistency, consistency. <laughs> uh, what, do I summon myself into Beetlejuice after that? I feel like women are the ultimate Beetlejuice. Their alter ego arrives when a friend says, Oh, don't look behind you. He's coming. He's coming. And then they become super nice. <laughs> Their alter ego beta behavior that's what i said before it's very feminine to code switch your personality for the situation and that's kind of what lance is saying here about his coach he's not consistent it's a lack of integrity why should you be expected to be integral in a world with zero respect you know that's the payoff of having some but there's no respect everything's about clout merit don't matter lance had a quote here Integrity is the daily choice to remain consistent in who you are, no matter who is watching despite the never-ending temptations of immediate short-term gain. Merriam-Webster, fraudster, defines it as the state of being whole and undivided, and that's how I see integrity, embodying all aspects of who you are. Integrate that shadow. Who says sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me? Someone who's never been hit by Merriam's dictionary... They're getting heavier with all the new speak that's being added. <laughs> there was a whole 
South Park season on the idea of integrity. Mickey Mouse they portrayed as Xi Jinping, and then they had Winnie the Pooh portraying Disney sucking off China. You know in 2022, the top 10 movies, six of them were reboots, and the other four were owned by Disney. <laughs> there aren't movies anymore. Uh, yeah, John Cena is out there apologizing to Taiwan. How is that integrity? You're an American Marine, and you're over there fucking apologizing to China. Hate that. Nobody has integrity in this world. He focused on how there's, uh, yeah, no corporations are meant to compartmentalize, he was saying. It's kind of topical. Like, you could tell a finance department a different story than you tell the call center in your office. And corporations are people, right? But when people compartmentalize, you get called crazy. <laughs> like, you're able to use certain read or room and react. But, yeah, you're being apparently crazy, according to Lance Allred. You see, I'm not on the side of all the alpha male, but I have to portray the book. Lance gets all pagan on us. Being exclusively nice or aggressive is not natural. Earth is always... Ha see, if you were actually the alpha author, you always have to be aggressive. You always have to go natural. B.O. No deodorant. Uh, and then he said, Total darkness or light would mean the end of the inhabitants of our planet. The Earth needs a balance of both to keep its equilibrium. <laughs> when two marijuana dispensaries are unable to increase their sales, they have reached hash equilibrium. Hmm, business humor. Here's a big truth from Lance. The more you integrate and honor your dark and your light, the less extreme your outbursts will be. The fewer soothing addictions and vices you'll seek. Absolute facts there. That sums up every emotional intelligence books. It's too true. Your life keeps swinging back and forth. You got to try to clutch on to the pendulum. Do you know who invented the grandfather clock? Pendulum Franklin. Final quote. Uh, as you integrate integrity in all aspects of who you are, the right people will integrate with you. Chapter 4. This one is called Compassion. I like this faster pace. The shortest chapter, this one was starting with a quote. And he was saying that bullies would yank his hearing aids out. In that moment, instead of crying or walking away, I would simply stare at the other two kids who were a grade older than I was. As though it entered, as thoughts entered my mind, what is going on in their lives? That it is so bad they want to come after me feeling worthless? What is their home life like? Yeah, they say an apple a day keeps the bullies away. Only if you throw it hard enough. <laughs> He's saying that... Bullying isn't alpha. Asserting your dominance? That's some old alpha male shit. You gotta focus on your own uh, vector of growth. <laughs> All these business nerds. Let's beat them up and take back alpha. Uh, he's saying new alpha mans have compassion. See? No. That's feminine as fuck. That's beta shit. Ignore all of that. Become a Pat Bateman sociopath. You do not have compassion. New alpha male. A real show of force is helping someone that can't help themselves. No, you have to eat this beta male. Here's a great quote. <laughs> Although I don't hear as well, I have learned to listen. And listening with compassion is far more effective than being the smartest guy in the room. 
you know, we only have one mouth but two ears. We should really listen twice as much <laughs> as we... <laughs> yeah, listening is how you be smart. Not only in regard to leadership ability, but in finding intimacy and finding what I am seeking. That's the whole art of war as well. Sun Tzu is saying you got to listen to your enemy to be able to flow with it. The old alpha male demands an eye for an eye. No forgiveness, no intimacy or listening. It's brute force. So you see how it's uh, he's right in that sense. <laughs> I'm always wrong. Middle East has to be the most Chad place on earth, I think. Like, women can't speak unless spoken to. Every man is his own sovereign nation. You got guns, hookah, polygamy, Lake Chad. <laughs> it must be a party. Let me sum up this chapter fast. It costs nothing to be compassionate. Love is a renewable resource. Like, I am all about this. If it really does become alpha to spread love in abundance... It's never going to happen. <laughs> Betas are truly scavengers when it comes to nature. Everything's upside down in society. Lance shows that uh, the guys who get laid most are the guys who are overflowing with love. Quote, overcorrection has never come in history of the world's bought about true systemic changes. It only triggers further reaction. He goes, Nelson Mandela, Mahatma Gandhi, and Martin Luther King are examples of people who did their best to stop, stop seesaws. Those guys were all sex addicts. MLK cheated all over his wife. Mahatma was sleeping with 14-year-olds. Nelson is probably getting banged in the prison shower. Love puts a target on your back because it's a soft spot. They sent suicide letters to MLK's wife. <laughs> and yeah, Gandhi's 13-year-old girls. It was a vow of abstinence, though. This is alpha male, Lance Armstrong. You're trying to pretend how to get laid. Yeah, you gotta overflow love. Martin Luther King was the king of cheating, and cranky-ass Malcolm X had no bitches. No maidens. Yeah, dude. Uh, you can't be putting out all that angry shit when you're actually at the bar. The manic energy turns women off. Ending the chapter... Women like to sell themselves as the compassionate sex. Lance says women gravitate towards men who can best provide, not necessarily the man they can bo mo be most intimate with. That's what Hollywood is telling us, right? You need to stick with the goofy guy at the end of the rom-com. That's not real life. Everybody goes with the best financial choice. Who wants intimacy when you could be rich? You know, that's really Stacy rule number one. I really dislike that meme. Women are trying to take back. No, go make your fucking Orbeez and Pinterest memes over there. But yeah, a truly feminine thing is just marrying rich. Stop caring about intimacy. <laughs> yeah, for us Sigma males, never talk to women. Intimacy is a distraction. <laughs> Isn't that a... This whole chapter seemed kind of sexist to me. When women do it, shouldn't it be womanipulation? <laughs> Seriously, you gotta have compassion, but not too much because that'll make you feminine. Quote, compassion gives us greater depth of human connection, which leads to greater leadership. Chapter 5, Discomfort. Half time's over. Get the orange slices out of your mouth. Part of being a man is withstanding discomfort until you have a heart attack. I truly believe that. 
Lance started this chapter when he was trying out for the Idaho minor league basketball team and his feet were bleeding. He was having the worst tryouts ever. Also, he can make 25 grand a year. Lance Allred says, oh, so bad. The calluses were worth far more than the most expensive shoes in the world. It was a heavy cost, but all have paid even more. It was what it took. I would have endured any amount of discomfort in pursuit of my dream. Calluses are a small price to pay to be living your dream. Like this type of motivated guy. I don't know if money is what's pushing him. You know how Gandhi walked everywhere barefoot? He must have had some calloused feet. I call him super calloused, fragile mystic hexed by halitosis. Oh! Mouthful. <laughs> Here's a big truth from Lance. Quote, discomfort is necessary to the new alpha male. It pushes us to the brink of even beyond uh, toward complete breakdowns, the kind of breakdowns that lead us to breakthroughs. In those breakthroughs, we find clarity and mo mormons Isn't that what Bane said, though? That entire quote. To be a man, I must first break you. That was like the last of the good Batman movies. He became and unbecame. The underground man. Discomfort, you know, being broken down gives you more access to stress responses, they say, different parts of your brain. Lance goes, comfort is the space where all your senses are relaxed. Discomfort is the act of being in and in navigating spaces beyond comfort where your senses are. Yes, discomfort is outside of comfort, Lance. Yeah, mental, emotional, spiritual comfort zones are mind-blowing out there. Shut up, dude. <laughs> Lance goes into how he thinks everyone is entitled to the American dream. What comes along with the dream is the suffering. That's not, you know, with a, for every dream you have a nightmare. And they didn't tell you that at Ellis Island. <laughs> we also neglect to mention that to kids, you know, to have a dream, you also have to live the nightmare. And the American dreams comes at a price. The reason it's called a dream is because you have to be asleep to believe in it. I came up with that. George Carlin didn't. <laughs> Can we fix the American dream? No. The warranty expired after one generation. <laughs> My take on the chapter, colonial America is the most alpha country in history. <laughs> you know, colonial, co you had to have discomfort. You got on a ship and sailed somewhere. You didn't know where the hell you were going. They were all doing the crab rave on the boat. Uh, great Lance quote here. During the fourth quarter in a loud arena, everyone is deaf. And in the land of temporary deafness, the permanently deaf man is king. Yo! That was a sick one. Life is discomfort. Everyone is going to get discomfortable eventually. So if you just make yourself miserable by choice, <laughs> then apparently you're a step ahead. Stick pencils in your eardrums. He continues, This is what underdogs do. We stick around long enough and eventually the tables turn, at least for a moment, and then we seize the opportunity. But you have to play into the fourth quarter. So yeah, even the defenses slip up. He's going, you have to have endurance because men just need to wait until we get around the defense. Keep feeding her shots. You know what underdog had better shooting and defense than LeBron? Kyle Rittenhouse. 
ending this chapter, Lance put together one of the most backhanded apologies I ever heard. Sigma rule number two. Never apologize. It displays weakness. It goes, Here is an example of how a healthy alpha male can express his feelings. I feel frustrated because I feel emasculated every time you want to tell me about your feelings. Yo. How to argue, gentlemen? Listen up. I feel frustrated because you're telling me about your feelings. That's a paradox. It'll make a tiny woman's brain explode. Your feelings hurt my feelings. I need to go to Sephora. It seems, he says, you're listening all the things that I am doing incorrectly. I don't feel your feelings, but rather your judgment. He's an NBA player. He's been in a couple arguments with hot chicks. Damn, bro, that's genius. (laughs) I don't feel your feelings. I feel your judgment. Yo! This is better than the Alexithmia argument we had before. (laughs) Get a dark doctor's note so you don't have to argue with your wife. Just tell her you feel judged. Holy shit. I used that recently on a internet commenter tried to put me down. They tried to, like, say that I was, uh... I don't know, but they were coming at me from a left angle, and I was like, wow, othering people? That's very unprogressive of you. <laughs> so I attacked the lefty from the left, and he fucking exploded. He went, shut the fuck up, what are you even doing here? And I was like, whoa, was this related to our previous exchange? Like, they're trying to make you blow up, but it's so easy to make these fucking trolls. What are you doing with your life? Dude. <laughs> What the hell was this chapter about discomfort? You know what made me uncomfortable? The Sopranos. Everybody told me to watch it. I'm from New Jersey. I love mobster stuff. It's too much. I don't need to watch a mobster go talk about his feelings. Sigma rule number one. Feelings are gay. What do you call a mobster who likes getting kicked in the balls? A Soprano. (laughs) Discomfort makes you strong. Having to watch James Gandolfini's cringe son in the reboot sucks. (laughs) Got discomfort? We'll go to chapter 6, Transformation. Trans. Um, It's obviously going to be a lot of, you know, pain and suffering is what helps you transform. I'm saying this guy is all about AA. The transformation Lance is talking about is learning to love the suck. That's going to be my stoic take for you guys. Yeah, there's pain. He's saying you have to go through the pain. But how do you transform? Love the pain. Here's a joke from my first year open micing. If Transformers were real, the most overpowered would be Megabus. Transformation and pain, Lance, but harshly. You chased those dreams like the heroes on the movie screen. Yet once you got to the happy Hollywood ending that said your self-worth would be found, you realized too late how hollow those promises were. All those fair-weathered friends and women who loved to move on once you were no longer there. The only real love out there is long distance waiting for each other. Yeah, bro. Transformation, you gotta love the pain of moving from one lover to the next. Start breaking hearts out there. (laughs) Love can transcend space and time. Let's go Super Sigma. What if I love dead chicks? (laughs) Make some edgelord necrophiliac jokes. I think the ultimate transformation 
isn't how it's portrayed in the movies. You know, you go on the hero's journey and then you get the girl after you slay the beast. In reality, the Odyssey, the true hero's journey, you have to go home at the end. <laughs> like, it sucks. The end of the classic hero's journey is a grouchy Greek guy going back to an olive tree. And then they die really sad. But they had the adventure and they teach all the young people. Fuck! <laughs> Here's a run-on sentence. So yeah, there's always suck is the point. Transformation is the complete evolution of all aspects of who we are. Our personality and our being. It's like fucking evolving into Charizard from Charmander. Allowing our true identity to emerge no longer encumbered by the cultural stories we were told we had to inherit in order to belong. That's a shot at the left there. The left. The progressive left. How progressive are you when I stick my dick into a prairie dog hole? <laughs> the so-called tolerant left. How tolerant are you when I cover myself in syrup and go into a baby's R Us? Becoming actualized is pretty alpha, obviously, this whole chapter. It makes too much sense that Gandhi was a sex addict. Once you do actualize, I don't know anything, don't listen to me. But from these guys, Gandhi MLK, once they do realize the message, the only thing left to do is start coming. They realized Winston Churchill eating, pooping, fucking, it's the only way to actually derive pleasure on Earth. Philosophers know what matters. Forget your family and fulfillment. <laughs> Sigma philosophers. Gandhi's mom said, How much do you love me? And he said, From the bottom of my heart. <laughs> Sigmund Freud's mom said, How much do you love me? He said, Ma, you don't want to know. <laughs> the whole long-ass quote before I chopped up, he's saying spirituality leads to sex. Period. Men who catch the most shit also catch the most ass. Yoga instructors, they're probably drowning in it. If I could do it all again, man, a yoga instructor. <laughs> to distance himself from the self-help gurus, he said, We are not simply talking about shifting and the gentle idiom of change your thoughts, change your life here. Rather, change the entire motherboard and change your life. It's more, you got to change your behavior. It's not only your thoughts. And yeah, you got to totally transform. My commenters threatened to leave when I reference Transformers. You know what I say to them? Roll out. You know how there was that new <laughs> girl Bumblebee movie? They tried to change all the... Why wasn't it a trans Transformers for feminism? I'm surprised that the villain in that movie wasn't... Amazon Prime. Final quote here from the chapter. Transformation is letting all stories, values, beliefs burn in the refiner's fire, allowing a more natural version of you to rise from the ashes and face the world. This is Phoenix Energy. Woo! Let's go. Phoenix Energy? That's badass. Um, I watched the new Doctor Strange movie. I made a video about it. It bombed. Some of you might have seen it. At the end of it, they make Doctor Strange into a zombie. He dies a million times and comes back. Yo! That's the juice right there. <laughs> it's going to be painful, he says. Lance, waking up in the middle of the night from a nightmare in which you are drowning only to realize someone has indeed vom vomited a cocktail of chocolate milk corn dog smoothie all over you. 
what the hell was that quote? <laughs> Funny words, non sequitur is in there. I think it's better out of context. <laughs> yeah, Phoenix energy, bro. It might hurt to be a burning bird and have died a million times, but do you want to wake up in the nightmare that you haven't turned into a dream yet? I should become like a a Sigma datamizer. Just stop giving all people the information I learned from books. <laughs> I'm trying to out here spread a positive ripple out here. Call me Optimist Prime. <laughs> I'm going to chapter seven. Gratitude. The final one as every ex-addict has to end their message. I don't know if I believe in gratitude to give another point of view. <laughs> Attitude of gratitude. Shut up. Either nobody deserves anything or everybody deserves to have their needs met. I talked about this in one of our other female-male episodes. Got to be grateful for every day that you're not living in a dumpster. Because we pretend to be looking out for one another. But needs are not the same thing as what people deserve. And you should have gratitude for your needs. Most people only have gratitude for, well, I bought this thing and I deserve it. No, this water that's coming out of the tap, I smile every time I fucking see that. <laughs> Gratitude. He's saying we're in a giant huddle now here at the end of the game. In the post-game quiet of the locker room, once the rumbles and the murmurs of the crowd have faded from the arena, after you've looked at the stat sheet too many times, you find a place of reflection. <laughs> Personally, after reflection, I figure out that I'm not a vampire. This guy. Here's a fairly flawless quote. That one sucked. Forgiveness pairs with gratitude. They cannot be one without the other and are the highest vibrational frequency upon which we can operate as humans. Forgiveness and gratitude are the final stages of full transformation and thus the last of the seven principles. True preservance, true grit is choosing to be brave enough to forgive and also hold gratitude of our painful existence. Your flaws are what make you. So you got to embrace all that and apologize to yourself and others for those flaws from the past. Gratitude, not funny. I want to start a beauty contest where instead of letting women showcase their talents, we put them on stage and one by one point out their flaws. Right? Isn't this what feminism is? We're all equal. You're hotter because of your flaws, apparently. I can't decide whether or not beauty contests are alpha. The Victoria's Secret fashion show. <laughs> they just went straight Maoism. They're putting ugly girls on stage. Beauty has been politicized, which is the theme today. Alpha is on the inside. And so all these alpha male sigma memes, it's about, you know, the outside. Repost this if you don't buy furry suits. Memes are hilarious. They understand irony, only some. But you understand the new waves and the Sigma male, it's came and gone by now, but it was one of my favorites for sure. And if I could culturally context memes like this, that'd be fun. We already did it with the Moai. We're in a social landscape where victimhood has advantages. I'm not bringing up this Maoism for nothing. Victoria's Secret fashion shows, I want to point out your flaws. Like, we should be grateful. <laughs> I don't know. I'm white and I'm proud. That's my only take. All white lives matter. Let's make it edgy. 
we're getting towards the end here. It's quite obvious that we've been bamboozled. I was trying to learn how to pick up chicks here. Lance is stating his wife is alpha because it hurts to give birth. So now literal bitches are alpha. Female dogs who have litters of seven, they're more alpha than your wife. <laughs> then I'll, then Arnold starts... I'll let you know what a 2022 alpha, alpha male is. Malpha. Lance is, you know, staying true to his 12-step angle at the end of the book. Quote, I am able to see that my journey is not about me or for me, but rather about the greater good and how I might best allow it to work through me as I channel grace, um, kindness, and compassion to a world that needs more of it. <laughs> uh, Lance, why don't you just tell us to surrender to a higher power at this point? I chickened out. I was going to say a world that needs more of it. Like, I know the view videos aren't getting as many views. Why do I still fucking do this? It kind of feels like I'm just filling a void. Like, I make the show that I would want to watch. I put the laughter into the books that isn't there. I don't even know what I'm saying at this point, but he talked about channeling, and that's all I'm doing right now. I cheated on my wife with a girl I met at AA. It was a sobering affair. <laughs> Classic. One more sappy quote about forgiveness. Forgiveness is not for the weak, who are too scared to stand up for themselves. Rather, it is for those who are bravest to look inward and alchemize the pain and projections from one another and truly beyond the roles of culture they come from. Wow, bro. This guy knows it. <laughs> That's why this was such a good book. He's talking about alchemy. That's the true science. I don't believe in science anymore. I had to ask a priest for forgiveness once because I ate dog meat. He said I would suffer eternal Dalmatian. <laughs> Final quote for Lance Allred's book. It's a lovey-dovey, but we kind of need it. When we take the time to find one person to forgive each day and send them gratitude, we will find more people giving us more reasons to have gratitude in this life. And gratitude, true empowerment, is the gift that keeps on giving. Preach, brother. Is his words from on high shouted from the heavens, Lance Allred. How do generals show gratitude to their troops? They give tanks. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was Lance Allred's new alpha male. I just vibrated that with a low-ass decibel. Did you hear that? I, like, morphed the mic. Hell yeah, guys. Being alpha isn't about putting negative comments on people's videos. I'll fire right back and then ban your ass. It's kind of fun and watching people freak out. Not every book is a slam dunk. On Patreon they are, though, so make sure you're checking out over there. Lance Allred, one more time. Thank you. Hope you guys laughed and learned and got a little bit more masculine today. As for next week. It is going to be our June themed edition, and we always go out there and take a trip. Ladies and gentlemen, this year we have got Touching the Void. Yeah! A good climbing edition. We gotta take a vacation. No tropics. We're getting chilly. This guy is detailing his climb with his best friend and a fatal descent in the Andes. Goes to South America. It's an absolute hell story. A survival for the ages, twists and turns that can only be explained as acts of God. 
do not miss this program. I'm excited to share it with you guys next time here on Next on Fiction. Thank you for staying tuned. Go get your free memes over at Harry Schwant on Instagram. Patreon.com slash the niche. I'm proud of the content over there. Get subscribed for the low cost of a dollar, not for long. Let's hit a random soundboard effect before we say goodbye. I cannot see I'm legally blind. I cannot hear. I am Lance All Red. I'm legally deaf. Ladies and gentlemen, that was a fun time today. I will see you all in seven short days. My name is Nick Munez. Love you all. Peace.